welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself, Stephanie Z. And I actually have an amazing, incredible guest today, fam. Brandon Menjen, welcome to the party. I am so excited to actually officially have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Do you know that you are actually the first male to be on the Soul Power podcast? I know now. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, fam. So I, as you all know, like for the the last few weeks, the last few months I sort of have been really setting an intention to go deeper with our beautiful uh, podcast and to be able to uh, connect you to some incredible souls that are doing amazing things in this world and Brandon is wholeheartedly one of those incredible souls like he is 26 years old uh, running multiple companies um, has been DJing all across the world uh, has had an, a number one hit with Havana Brown with their their remix. Like he's a part of a, a group called Teddy Cream. He's also coaching, you know, young adults and supporting them with their own missions um, in the world. Uh, he is a man that is connected to, to God and to his spirit, um, here for humanity, here for service. Um, I've known him for a few years personally. Um, we both were uh, working with the same coach, uh, and now I'm blessed to call him one of my dear friends. And I am so excited for us to uh, expand on our beautiful conversation today, fam, and to bring you some magic. Brandon. Hello. That was such a wonderful introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> so firstly, before we go into the podcast today, which is really just going to be about like two friends really having a conversation and seeing where it flows. And as we both know, we have many stories that we could share um, and we've both very much set clear intentions prior to this. Can you just share a little bit about your story first um, mm. that will lead the way and we can continue on from there? Sure. So first and foremost, I am a soul. <laughs> I love how so many people come on and like, I am this, 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 I do this, this, and this, and this, and this. I am loving awareness first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um. The roles that I play in this life, uh, I'm, I'm an international touring DJ. I uh, have been doing, I've been DJing since I was 13 years old, um, traveling the world since I was 18, which has been pretty, a pretty wild ride. Uh, and for the last couple of years, I've been doing life coaching and mentoring for young adults. I'm on a, on a mission to inspire and empower young adults to live a life beyond their wildest dreams. Um as well as that, I run I run a nightclub in Melbourne. It's called Mango Club. Uh, it's probably right now the best Friday nightclub in in Melbourne for, for for young people. So, yeah, doing all the things, having all the fun, and just I'm so grateful to for this life experience. It's so much abundance, so much joy, so much love, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. I. Oh my gosh. I love all of this. Like the fact that you also started with saying that you are a soul. I'm like, ah, you were speaking my language. Cause it is so true. You know, I actually just jumped off the soul circle in um, a Facebook group that I have. And I just reminded everyone, you know, like we are a soul, like I am a soul. You are a soul. 
We are not the mind. We are not the body. We are not the emotions. We are the soul. We are the consciousness. We are this beautiful being that is of just love and well, unconditional love and light really is what we are at our true essence. And I feel like where we are going on our journey is really about coming home and going deeper into our the essence of who we really are. And I definitely feel that you and myself, Brennan, have been immersed in Eckhart Tolle's, you know, um, gifts of wisdom that he shares in his book, The Power of Now and A New Earth. And um, I think a big part of what's happening in the collective right now is we have very much got quite disconnected from our beingness. And we started to very much focus on our external reality and our doing this. And most people are great at taking action. Most people can do that if they need to. But where we often, and if you if you find that you struggle to take action, a lot of the time, it's not that you can't, it's the fact that you're not connected to your being. It's the fact that you're out of alignment with your being. And it's like when you are able to align back into that true essence of who you are and connect back into the limitless source, that's when the clarity comes. That's when the creativity comes. That's when the opportunities comes. That's when the energy comes. That's when the all the things come. And then you like the action piece is just the, the cherry on top. But so many mm. are trying to just do without being connected and then feeling like, oh, I'm really, I'm lazy or I'm not great at taking action. And it's it's furthest from the truth. And I'm curious to know um, your take, I guess, on, on this. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I believe that all action we take, every decision we make is either coming from a place of love and abundance and, and an overflow of of service and wanting to expand or it's coming from a place of fear lack scarcity and so there are many successful people in the world um, that are doing amazing things but it's coming from a place of i need this so i can feel a, a sense of identity right does if that makes sense and so a lot of times people will get stuck on attaching their happiness and their sense of self-worth to the achievement of X, Y, Z, you know, whether it's the house, the, you know, the, the cars, whatever it may be. And I myself have, have fallen down that trap as well early on in my DJ career. And that it, it did lead me to, you know, I was DJing all over the world, but I was depressed, suicidal and addicted to, to cocaine and binge drinking. Right. And so it wasn't until I started doing the, the, you know, personal growth work and connecting to God that I was able to fully realize that, hey, like my life is not just about me. My life is about every single person that I can touch, the people that I, I can inspire and shine my light and also bring people up with me. And I think shifting from that what's in it for me mindset all the time, like me, 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 what can I get? to how may I serve? How can every situation be a win-win for both parties? And, and I've been living my life by those principles and beautiful things have happened since. Oh, I just love you so much and I love our conversations. I'm like, this is so beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's so true, you know, like shifting from that mentality. And I think as well along our journey, there are times where, 
you can go in and out, right, of Mm. focusing back on self and then going in back into service. And I do feel like we call on different parts of ourselves depending on what we're growing through. I like to say that, what we're going through. And I do believe that when we are of service, exactly like you mentioned, Brandon, and you're like, you know, you wake up and you're like, you know, God, or, you know, creator, source, whatever you believe in, like, how may I serve today? And you actually give up your free will. Mm. That is when all of a sudden these miracles start happening. And all of a sudden you feel this urge to just call someone or smile at this person or go up to someone at a coffee shop. And you're like, what is going on here? Like, and you're just like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you're like, okay. And then when you go and do those little things, you feel so amazing. But it's because you, you know, we have free will, which means that the universe, God, cannot intervene mm. unless we willingly say, you know, how may I serve? Like, you know, utilize me. And it's like when we are of yeah. service and we contribute to something more than ourselves, that's when we feel so happy. That's when we feel truly fulfilled. And so many people, and myself included, like I've been there like you, uh, where we are seeking this external, val- not validation, external gratification to right. try and fill this void that actually doesn't need to firstly be filled, but it's because we're focusing on the wrong thing, which is so connected to the outward part of ourselves. Like you said early on, the roles you play, I love that. I mean, like, I mean, definitely utilizing that um, rather than it being our identity because, you know, identity is like, well, this is who I am. Whereas different roles means that we can call on different parts of ourselves when we need to, which I think is so profound. I love that. Thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Something that I every morning I, I try to to pray Saint Francis's, you know, Saint Francis of Assisi. He's got that prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring love. And like starting the day off in, in that, oh, like that vibration is so juicy. I love it. Ah, Master Kori, who I learned about um, at Tony mm. Robbins, he shares that in a lot of his meditations, yeah, which is so beautiful. And ah, hmm, let me just take a breath for one second. I feel very much, I feel why we're here. I feel why we're here is because a lot of, us, a lot of the collective, a lot of the world has disconnected from this infinite part of ourselves, this magical part of ourselves, this connection to to God. And just just on, let's talk about God for a second. Because some people might be like, ah, oh, I don't I, like religion and spirituality is two totally separate things for me. But I do really feel like the more that I've gone on my own evolution and spiritual journey, the more that I. believe in something so much greater than myself. And the more that I listen to different mentors uh, and teachers and healers, like they, everything, like when you trace it back even a hundred years, I was listening to something that's like a hundred years old almost. It all comes back to God. And I was like, this is very interesting. And so spirituality to me is your own spiritual practice, your own connection with your creator, whatever that is. If you believe it's source, if you believe it's creator, if you believe it's God, if you believe it's Jesus, if you believe it's energy, whatever that is to you or wherever you are on your journey, like, you know, we're all here to accept wherever we're at in our moment in time, because once upon a time, I didn't know what I believed in. 
and I believe that we're all on our own, own journey to coming home. And there are definitely forces that are, you know, in the world um, that do not have our best interest at heart. And we are mm-hmm. awakening and uh, I believe that we are pulling more of this back into ourselves. Mm. Anything to add? Yeah. Um, Ram Das has a beautiful, beautiful quote that he says is, we're all just walking each other home. We're all just walking each other home. And the more that I spend time with people, the more that I realize that we're not separate mm-hmm. and that we are, we are all come from the same source, just like, you know, a, a, a leaf on a, on a tree and like, you know, it's not separate from, from the root of that tree or a ray from the sun is not separate from the sun. Yeah. I, I really believe that we are all part of this 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 love this unconditional ocean of love and if more people realized this there would be less there would be less fear and attack and separation with our with our earthly brothers and sisters and i think it's so important to you know like yes here we're we're talking we're, we're doing a podcast but underneath it all it's like we are one we are the same and it's it's so beautiful when you can look at someone's eyes and know that they are not at their at their deepest core. They they come from the same place you come from. It's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. It's there's two things here: equal power but different, same same but different. You know, a lot of the time we we live in a world where there is this perception of authority, which is I am up here and everybody else is down here, like or like I am number one and that means that everybody else is behind. But it's like we rise, what do they say, a rising tide, you know, rises all boats. I forget the quote, but you know what I mean? Like we are able to, when we're able to see each other as equal and we can walk side by side, it's like, equal power but different, same, same but different, together we rise. It's like, you know, someone was saying, Jamie Kern Lima was saying like recently, uh, the founder of It Cosmetics, billion-dollar company that they sold it to L'Oreal, that she's like, you know, if you think it's lonely at the top, it's like you're, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like you're not building uh, a, a ladder basically, you know, like we should be taking people with us you know, like in building ladders for everyone to follow. If it's lonely yeah. it's because you're not bringing anyone with you, it's because you're just being the leader and you're like, well, I am the authority or I am the number one. And this is where I feel like this has been a lot of what's happening in the collective of this feeling of, and, and it does really then reinforce to, to if you're not the one, if you're not the almighty, if you're not the authority, then it reflects back of a feeling of, well, I'm not good enough or, well, if they're doing it, I can't do it. And then there's this lack. And I feel like we're having this huge shift in polarity of, of being able to, like exactly what you're saying, see someone and mm-hmm. recognise yourself in them, that they're a mirror of a reflection of you, whether it's something that you love about yourself If you see something in someone that you love, that's a mirror and a reflection of what's going on inside you or something that you desire to call in within yourself. 
If you see something in someone that you don't like, it's usually either something that you've done in the past that you no longer accept, but you've done it, or it's something that you are rejecting within yourself as well, which is comes back to, to not accept exactly. it. Yeah, I, I believe true leadership is making people feel like they have power and they have this beautiful light within them as opposed to putting you on a pedestal and needing you all the time. And so just always in, in, empowering and inspiring people to rise up. Mm. And, and you can do that by actually, like with my coaching clients, for example, I don't want them to give me all the praise in the world. I, I want them to be like, hey, I did the work. You know, Brand, yes, Brandon helped facilitate, he held the space for me, but I did the work. Mm. And that's so much more powerful because when when someone, when you can hold space for someone and they do the work, it, it boosts their level of self-worth, their self-confidence. Mm. And I think that's what we need is we need people to be stepping into their own beauty and their own abundance as opposed to us just giving them a little quick fix with our amazing high energy, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yes, we could talk about high energy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, my gosh, there's so much in that. Y- y- this That's exactly the other piece that I was going to share with you, like literally hit the nail on the head of like. I might be psychic. <laughs> <laughs> probably are. They're connected. So we did set the intention to connect our higher selves. So we're probably picking up what we're, what we're each putting down. Like uh, the piece that you shared around, you know, speaking into our power, it's like, you know, previously in the collective, it was like the way that you would motivate quotes, Mm. someone would be to talk into their pain, talk into the broken parts of themselves or talk into the wounded parts or talk in. It's like kind of is a form of manipulation in a way, but I understand why why it's done and why it will still continue to be done. And a big part of it is because the ego is usually running the show, which is the lower self. And so a lot of the time uh, you've got to break through. I I understand why it is. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. But I also believe that when you speak to that limitless, infinite part of yourself, you can call it your personal power. Uh, Gary Zukav calls it your authentic power. I call it your soul power. You know, it's the same thing, right? But it's like this power that we have that doesn't come from a place of force, that doesn't come from a place of needing to prove, that doesn't come from a place of manipulation. It's like a win-win for everyone. And it's like when you are able to own your power, which means you are able to own all parts of you and take ownership and responsibility for all parts of you and you willingly shine your light and are of service, it does definitely start, you know, what's the word, shining on other people and they start to be like, well, if that person can do it, maybe I can do it too. And you start calling that part of you forward again, which then means that we take ownership and responsibility for how we show up in the world, whereas previously in the paradigm that we've had, exactly what you were saying, and I think we've been there and there's probably many people that will listen to this that have been there, where you've sort of been fed, you know, the breadcrumbs or been told sort of what to do and had someone there that's kind of like guiding you, but when they're not guiding you, then you stop and you don't take any action or you don't do anything and you fall back into 
almost needing someone to pull you up, but that's that's circumstantial power. That's not coming from a place of personal power. You know, uh, we need to encourage one another and inspire one another and empower one another to create change in our own way, on our own timeline, in whatever way that is. Anything else? Nothing to add? Nope. Hmm. What's something you would like to share based on our conversation or even anything else? Something that really started my journey was I heard a quote from from Wayne Dyer and it was, don't die with your music still in you. And that shocked me to like the the core of my my being, my soul. And it's like, hey, like I haven't been living up to my potential and I don't want to be on my deathbed one day and having regrets. And I know that everyone here listening that that may be feeling the same way of like, oh, damn, like I, I didn't just come to this world to live a mediocre life. I, I ask a question uh, to all of my, my coaching and mentoring clients. I'm like, hey, what, what do you feel like you came to this world to do? Stephanie, I kid you not, every single person says to help people. Every single person that I've said, asked that question said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really believe that there's something in that, you know. And so I just love everyone listening to, to just contemplate, like, have you been thinking a little bit too much about you, you and, and not about the people that you can serve and touch? And in reality, when you, when you are serving and pouring your heart out, it comes back to you 10 times, 10 times, a hundred times. Um, you know, there, there's a, there's a quote in the Bible that says my, my cup runneth over. And it's like, you know, when, when you're overflowing with love, it just the ripple effects that, that we can have, even from just one conversation with someone can change their life forever. So, so, I, I would suggest to people to like be better listeners, learn how to hold space for people, learn how to, to actually be present in conversation rather than just thinking about what you're going to say next. Learn to ask better questions. Mm. And just, you know, how, how can you, how can you make someone stay a little bit brighter? So a, a, a principle that I live by is how can I leave every person better than when I found them? even if it's just by like 1%. Mm. Mm. There's so much in this. It's so, you know, 
So true what you you uh, mentioned when you've asked everyone, you know, like why do you believe that you are here? Mm-hmm. What, what I've also come to notice, the same thing, is that no matter where you are in your journey in some way, shape or form, most people have a very similar, uh, you can call it a mission statement or a purpose, like it's sort of about raising the world's consciousness or leaving, I'm paraphrasing, but like leaving the world a better place than you found it and, you know, connecting everyone and coming back to love. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's totally what we are, are here to do. And I think sometimes it's very easy when you, especially with social media, to look at other people in their journey and almost have this self paralysis of feeling like, oh, they're way ahead of me. How am I ever going to be able to match up to what they do? But you got to realize like everyone started at step one. Someone that's done something started at step one and then they were there for a year. Then it was three and then five and then 10. And then, you know, some people have been lucky to have a decade or 10, uh, sorry, like some people like Tony Robbins, you know, 42 years or 45 years he's been doing what he's doing. But you know what? I looked up the other day. Did you know that um, I'm going to, I might get not the exact numbers, but Eckhart Tolle, like I believe, wrote like uh, The Power of Now when he was like 49. Was 49 or 55, one of the two. I think it was 49, wrote The Power of Now. Pretty much when he's 50. Uh, Louise Hay wrote You Can Heal Your Life when she was 55. They didn't start their journeys until they're in their 50s. And look how successful they, you know, they that they were because they were just of service. And, you know, Louise Hay kept going until she passed away at 91, I believe it was. And Eckhart Tolle's doing his thing now. He's like 75. Like he's been doing it for 25 years. When you, like we're not meant to be like expired at 50 and then we just retire and we just sit in our rocking chair. Like now some people are going to do that. But when you love what you do and you have purpose, you will keep going like Bob Proctor kept going like you know he was like doing a live I think two days before he passed like Tony Robbins will be I'm sure on stage doing things right before right <laughs> he'll probably die on stage and he'll <laughs> <gonna> be like <laughs> he'll be jumping that's, that's his his way to go <laughs> But it's, you know, I think we like and I can I can attest to this you know like I'm 35 next month and you don't mean to, but it's like, it's what happens. And, you know, we had this conversation the other night at dinner, Brandon, like, you know, you are 26 and you've been going since you're 18, but you've been going since you're 18. Like you look at, I'm going to make up, but like Selena Gomez, you know, she's been doing stuff. She's seven or eight years old. She's been in the game for like 20, almost 25 years. Like people forget that. Hmm. So it's like, you're, you are at, you know, wherever you are in your journey, like, a number doesn't mean anything. It's just like, what are you doing now? How are you using the power of now? Because the past doesn't exist and nor does the future. We only literally have the now and the now is all that we have. And it's like when you're able to appreciate the time that you actually have and you respect the time that you have, you are creating your future for how you will look back in it, on it in hindsight based on yeah yeah that's beautiful so to to a a beautiful quote that you know you you mentioned the instagram and and the social media and that is really holding a lot of people back and and the quote that came to mind while while you were saying that was comparison is the thief of joy right and seeing people's success and abundance 
can be great if you use it to inspire you, but it can also be a big detriment if you use it to compare and feel like, oh, why aren't I doing these things? Why aren't I having kids yet? Why aren't I getting married yet? Why don't I have the house yet? Right? And really to to shift into actually start, when you start celebrating people and you're genuinely happy for them, then the blessings start coming in your life as well, right? And this is a, that gratitude, so powerful. Uh, I love I love all of this, firstly. Uh, I feel like everyone can probably attest to being in both sides, right? Like there's definitely been times in my life where I am celebrating everything and everyone and it's gratitude, right? And it's when you're in your higher self, it's when you're in alignment. And I definitely mm. know for myself, and I'm sure there are other people listening, that when you're not in your higher self and you're in your lower self, when the ego is taken over, when the pain body is taken over, when things aren't going well, you will often compare and you will often not celebrate it, which is the opposite, right, which is focusing on lack and all the things. Uh, but the thing is when you are, there is, there, competition is when we're in the lower self. Competition is that there's ego. But when we are able to come from a place of conscious creation, we realize that no one can create the way that we can create. And rather than seeing things as competition or comparison, realizing that creation is limitless, creation is infinite. And if you are able to be inspired or empowered or enlightened by something that someone says, and then you are able to go and create your own thing, then you inspire you know, and empower other people to go and create their own thing rather than feeling like there's not enough or feeling like there's competition or feeling mm. like there's comparison because the universe is constantly evolving. The universe is continuing to expand. The universe, it's, uh, you know, the, the saying is, you know, if it's not growing, it's dying. Like everything in the universe must grow and continue to grow. And if we don't grow, we're actually going against our true innate nature. But I do also believe with that, that there are sometimes periods where we have different seasons where we will grow and we will be fully in a higher self and we will be fully in gratitude and we will calibrate which is like you know you sync up to someone else's celebration then I also do think sometimes when there are different lessons that we need to go through sometimes we will uh, go into I don't want to say a darker place but you'll go into a place of you know a lot of the time most of the lessons come from our hardships come from duality come from polarity and a lot of the times, like an arrow, sometimes we were like, okay, God, the universe, like you set an intention that you're like, this is this is what I'm calling in. And sometimes it's like an arrow and you kind of got to get pulled back for a hot minute, go and experience some things, get the lesson. And then you're like, and then you go forward even further. And so many of us resist being in that. I definitely know I have. And then when you resist it, it keeps you stuck there even longer rather than realizing how powerful that you are, that you can have one foot in gratitude and one foot in desire and be so grateful and so appreciative of, of the life that you actually have and mm. the life that's coming and that you can still hold disappointment or frustration or sadness or whatever, because challenges come yeah. all the time, but we have to be able to hold both. And that means if you're able to hold both, you are actually so powerful. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. I actually learned that from uh, from Vision, who's the CEO of of Mind Valley, mm. and he said so. Like, you have to be content 
and have gratitude for where you're at, but also don't let go of that beautiful vision for the future. And you can have, you can hold both simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, some people do get caught up with being just future oriented and not being happy where they are, or just being super, super spiritual and happy now and having no desire at all. And I think we've got to find that middle balance. And we've actually spoken about that a lot, right, Steph? Like, you know, last couple of catch-ups. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot about that from um, Melanie and Leah, who she's such an incredible soul. Uh, I feel like, again, the world that we currently do live in very much reflects back to us instant gratification. And we're often either not grateful for what we have in the now because it's not enough and we need the the new shiny thing. And then when we get the thing, we're then still not grateful for it because we move the goalpost and we want another thing. So nothing's ever like enough. And then we're constantly chasing this carrot that we can technically never really catch. Mm. But when you're able to feel gratitude in the now now, it's like when the actual visual, you know, vision or manifestation actually comes, you're not going to feel any differently than you can't currently do in the now now. It's the mm-hmm. same, you know, feeling. And I do I do feel like we are as a collective falling back more in our feeling, which our feeling is really we live in a a feeling universe in the sense of like everything is energy and frequency and vibration. And we need to feel the thing that we desire. Like again, one foot in gratitude for what we have now and one foot in desire and feel what it would feel like to have that in the now, now to truly feel alive and to truly feel fullness and fulfillment in our lives. Uh, And I do feel like a lot of the collective has been very much focused on thought and thinking and logic, uh, which has really disconnected us from this magical gift, which is feeling. And feeling is what calls in the manifestations of what we actually desire. Mm. Anything you would like to add to that? Mm. So what do you believe that you are here for? The word inspire comes to mind straight away. It's been there for a long time. It's inspire. To, to, To be able to express myself authentically and without any shame. And, I, and I've noticed that when I when I can do that, it kind of gives other people the ability to go, hey, Brandon's like living, like he's walking and d- down the street in the morning, d- singing and doing karaoke and dancing and having all the fun and he's putting himself out there. He's, he's being vulnerable. He's being raw. He's, he's sharing his pitfalls, his, you know, all of it. And I think people find that really relatable and, so I would say I'm here to to inspire and empower to 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 live a beautiful life and to live from a place of love rather than fear. Mm-hmm. And that that's definitely what I feel like we're being encouraged to do is mm-hmm. 
to come back to a place of wholeness and faith and and love love you know Rhonda Byrne that um wrote The Secret and has the movie The Secret she also has an amazing book called The Power and what she talks about is a lot of the power like personal power soul power authentic power comes from love it comes from the strength of the heart and a lot of the time we will almost also what I want to say tell ourselves that we're coming from a place of love but it's like how do you speak to yourself when no one else is around what are your comments that you make about people like you know like whether you say things out in public to people but like when you're not with someone do you have conversations do you criticize do you judge do you reject yourself or others you know because usually whatever you're doing to yourself is what you'll project out into the world so it's like the more we can truly love ourselves the more that we can connect to something greater than ourselves and we will you know be connected to our power and then a lot of the time get disconnected from our power it's just the world we live in so it's that constant coming back to our power constantly coming back into alignment you know like over and over and over and over again and it's a practice it's you know, like even this morning I was on a call at 5 30 uh went longer than I thought and I was like oh my god like I got to bed quite late almost at midnight and I was like oh my god I'm feeling a bit loopy and then straight after the call like I was like I, I've just got to have to meditate like I was like I've got to meditate like and I felt so much more amazing like I felt all the energy in my body like shifting and uh just those little practices like us, like setting an intention before we started the podcast, you know, like we both set intentions. Like it's the little things like that, that actually start to make a difference in our life. But when we're not around these types of conversations, uh, it can sometimes feel like this is a bit odd or this is a bit weird when you're not doing it, which is why, you know, being in containers like this or in you know having a coach having a mentor or being in touch with healers or friends that you could have these types of conversations with is also so powerful Mm, very true Mm. so is there anything you would like to share as some parting words is there anything you would like to to add or share some wisdom yeah Something that I've been trying to live by, especially as of recently, is to be an environment in which if someone wanted to come up for air, they could. Most people don't feel safe enough to come up and really talk about how they're really feeling and if you can hold that space of love and non-judgment people people's hearts will start to to open mm-hmm. and they'll, it'll be they'll they'll begin to blossom like a flower right in front of your eyes mm-hmm. and that's the most precious gift that you can give to any human not your not not your advice not but but, but your presence mm-hmm. your presence and I believe that when you are, are in that state of presence, people people will heal without you even having to say a word. I love this so much. And there's so many 
so many things that I can to add on to this. Definitely feel like with females, you know, we have the three Vs, which it's almost like verbal diarrhea, which sometimes we just need to express and we do not have a solution, which is exactly what you just said. The second one is we actually do have a question and we would like some guidance. And the third one is we need to have a courageous conversation. There's like something that's been painful in a relationship or a friendship that's we don't really want to go into, but we, you know, we're going to be brave and we're going to be courageous and we're going to have it. And mm. all of this energetics, all of this energy gets intertwined. And people a lot of the time don't know which one they're coming with and they don't realize. I actually have had conversations with my mom about this recently. Like I didn't realize for a while that I was coming to her just needing to express but every time mm. I would go there, she would go into solution mode. Mm-hmm. And then so, yeah. you're not what, what you don't want to hear. Then you're not feeling heard. And then I was like, don't worry about it. Like, And eventually <laughs> I started to realize when I started yeah. having this happen with mentors and friends in my life where they were holding space, I was like, and I was also holding space, started to educate my mom. I was like, mom, I just need you to listen. Yeah. And so, so she go, okay, okay. And then at the end she'd be like, well, I just want to, I'm like, mom. So for a while, it, you know, it took us a little while because she kept giving opinions and then eventually yeah. she'd add it on. And then now if I say, mm. I just need you to listen and hold space and then she won't say anything. And then I'll say, thank you for listening. She's like, so Beautiful. I'm, so now our relationship mm. has shifted. And then I also feel like when you do that, that then allows them to realize like, oh, I also maybe just need that sometimes. Yeah. But I think there's this, the double prong of this of I think for females we can sometimes feel shame mm. uh, around expressing things and then as you are on the personal development journey there's sometimes fear around expressing things because if it is something that's disempowering or negative we're like we don't want to put that energy out into the universe you know like I don't want to be this person that's coming and dumping on someone but it's like there's a difference between like, thank God things don't just manifest in the universe. Like you think about something and boom, it's here. That would be quite dangerous. <laughs> but you're able to, you know, being able to just express and sometimes be like, I'm just full up is very different to complaining about something. You know, sometimes it's just like what you're saying. Like a lot of the time, if you're able to just genuinely hold space for someone. Yeah. And if you do have different. something, if you do have something, that you feel like is beneficial to add, ask for permission. Mm. It's like, hey, like, I, I feel like I could, I can share something that might be helpful. Is it okay if I share it with you? Absolutely. I think like that, that has changed my life because <laughs> I can have the best advice, <laughs> guidance in the world. Most of the time, people already know what they need to do, you know? 100%. Usually when they talk it out loud as well, they come up with a solution a lot of the time, you know, when they, when they haven't been asked 10 yeah, other you're great at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. When you hold space to me, I'm like, oh, I'm just figuring out my own solutions. At, at dinner, at dinner the other night, like you're, you're, you're chatting and you're like, oh my God, I'm having a download. Oh my God, I'm having another one. Oh my God. And it's like, it's just so beautiful to watch. <laughs> oh, like I'm having a breakthrough. Yeah. Like I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, I... Firstly, I'm so grateful and honoured. I feel like this is the the first of many conversations that we're going to have and share with um, our beautiful queens and potentially our kings that are listening to the Soul Power podcast now. I'm sure we're going to have some kings. Uh, and 
you know, it's always so divine. And I know that we both know that um, what we've shared, you know, will impact us and others now and in the future. And, you know, what may come of this in the future as well. Like who knows? So I'm so honored and so grateful and so thankful and so blessed that you've been here today. I love you so much. Thank you for having me, Steph. Yeah, very grateful. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the Soul Circle and Soul Power Experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you. Come and show.